but this is one of our section perspectives that we did. So it's literally just cutting through a building, looking inside, and then you're also showing the thickness of, you know, the roof, the walls, and everything else in there. But it shows a good perspective of the interior. Yep. Um, if you were to cut the building in in half or in a certain spot. So. Yep. And well, the thing that for those you can't see, like, so one of the things that they you'll learn and that we were taught in first year is how to do the etching for a section cut, like how to do that poche yeah. and, and um, how different materials will look with those cuts and everything. So it, uh, it really showcases that too. Yeah. And then it showcases people inside the space and how their scale is within the space too. If you don't know what pocheting is, it's really just a bunch of diagonal lines. 45 degree that are angle. Really, really, really close together. And uh, it just fills in um, gaps of like where you're cutting into pretty much in the building. So the things that would be pocheted would be, you know, the roof, the walls, and the structure of the building yep. um, underneath. Uh, so, yeah. And you can go look that up on your own time too, just to get a better idea of what that is. So, yep. Yeah. And I would say, um, so it was a lot of projects like that, but I would say probably my favorite one was second semester when we worked on models. Yeah. Yeah. Models was really fun. When we started getting into model building, I definitely hit my stride. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the <laughs> semester that we were in the same studio finally. Yeah, and, all three of us were in the same studio for that. And we definitely were competing against each other. <laughs> that's for yeah. sure. It's because Tanner it was, kept one-upping everybody. <laughs> it, it was more of a competitive, a competitive year. You know, when when you're in second year, yeah, you've got your friends and you've got the people that you'd really like to see. Or, or uh, in second semester is when mm -hmm. we started getting into second semester is yeah. when we got into the model making. So in, in first year, you know, you've got your friends, you've made your friends the first semester. Uh, you might pick up some new ones along the way, but really you are all competing to get into second year. And, and, and so I'm, second semester was more of a competitive time for us. Definitely. And I don't a know more stressful like <laughs> at other schools, like how, how many people are let in the programs, if it's like that or not, like if it's more just, you take the classes and you're in. I don't know what it's like, um, but with NDSU being that it's an accelerated master's program, they currently they only allow like 64, 65 students in every year. So yeah, I think if it's 64. Yeah. So if like 100 and some go out for it, you know, about half get in. And so you definitely start feeling that and thinking about it second semester. Yeah, and I think course, we had around 120 our first year. Yeah. Yeah. And of course you want the people around you to do well, but at the same time, you really want to do better than them at the two. You don't, you're not wanting to not do well, but you're wanting to make sure you're better. Yep. Which so, I mean, if you take it in the right amount, it is very good and it's healthy competition. Um, you know, some people get too competitive and that's yeah. not the best. So. Some people in our class didn't speak to other people because they didn't want to get distracted so so they made no friends they made no friends and knew no one going into second year and it shows yep. yeah i mean and it's it was tougher for them right it was a lot tougher yeah. for them to yeah. build those relationships 
Yeah, so like our first project that we did was um, that block project. Oh yeah, I got them in front of me here. So like we had to do oh, yeah, this one. That. Yep. So we have these small blocks and so, and so they were what one inch by one inch cubes and then half inch by half inch cubes. We yeah, got we a got bag of them of each. Really small ones, yep. Yep. So there are these. So, mm -hmm. That was that was the project I was referencing earlier too when when we got the hard dimensions and yes you know the the cube had to be four by four by four yep um yep. It, and it needed to touch all sides inches of that yeah <laughs> yeah it didn't um, have to be not every side had to be four four by four but the, every how would you explain it the the Looking so the, at it from each, looking at it from each side, it needed to be four by four. Yeah, the like cu the cube as a whole had to be four by four. Yep. If you looked at it like at a plan view, it had to touch every corner, right? Yep. Exactly. At each elevation, mm -hmm. it needed to touch every corner. And yep. then the point of it was you had to have different hierarchy of spaces. You had to have primary, secondary, and tertiary space. And and so when we first were doing is very like, I don't know what we're doing. Like it was really, it, honestly, we're all like, I don't know. Let's make, <laughs> let's make this random cube. Right. Like we, yeah, it was very, um, I don't know. I almost mean, theoretical, but it was really nice that we actually had those blocks to work with because we had something physical we could like put together, you know, alter around a bit. And then, you know, in our head, maybe, you know, the smart ones were thinking about spaces, like actually like a building, like how this would work and what it would look like if it were like that and like how people would move through it and stuff like that. So I think a lot of the people that did think of it that way um, really yeah. excelled at that. Yeah, because we had to, what we also had to do, we had to sand it and we had to paint it white. So I would literally sit there with my sandpaper on my desk and just take my block and just do circles on my sandpaper. I mean, I did that to like every block for, you know, I probably yeah. did it for a couple hours to get it smooth. Mm -hmm. But the tough or the the best part about the project was the second part of it, I'd say. I don't know what if you guys agree, but that was my favorite part of the project. It was it was more challenging. It was sure. challenging, it was. yeah, definitely. Um, do you have your model for the second part? I do. So I we have had mine do, I can pull up too. We had to do an Here. eight by eight. Here I'll do this since it, we just saw it quick. So we had yeah. to do an eight by eight model, right? So we had to double the size and we had to take what our original space was and basically invert it. We basically had to take like the spaces we created and make those spaces structure and the structure well, we before needed, yeah, spaces. We, we needed to add, I think, I think the more general idea of it was we needed to add planes to create the primary, secondary, and tertiary spaces. Yep. yep. Yeah. And these moved. And so we... we uh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> so we used... For, for this, we used um, some balsa wood, like what? Quarter balsa wood. inch. Or not quarter inch, sorry. Um, very very, very Yeah, I don't know. Very thin, thin flat balsa wood. And then... Chipboard. Um, and then, uh, you know, balsa wood sticks or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, we use those for the structure and um, creating 
uh, these forms. So it, it was a lot more complicated because you had to take this solid block that you made and then, you know, create planes and open spaces mm -hmm. and like structure to make it like all stay together and, you know, stand up. And so that was uh, pretty interesting. And it took me a while to kind of figure out like how I was going to do it because like I can pull up mine here too. Uh, Cause mine was actually pretty solid, a pretty solid piece. Yeah. And so I took that and it was really, it took me a while to kind of figure out how it would lay this out. And then so for, I ended up with those this. of you who are listening in, um, really like Tucker's first one, his four by four, it really looks a lot like a, a building that you just focused on um, basically removing, like having the negative spaces. And yeah. And that's kind of really what I did. I took a yeah, block. Subtractive. Tucker thought about it more in a subtractive process than an additive process. Yep. I, I really did um, taking a, a practical approach to that first one. I really did think of it as a building. And like, if I had a solid form, what could I take away from it to make it more interesting and, you know, work well? It's, st it's still in the same way, you know? And so the second part was a lot more challenging for me because then I had to, you know, create these planes and, you know, it took a little while, but I kind of figured out what I wanted to do with it. So, yep. Yeah, that was a fun one. It was, but the ones after they just kept getting better and better and more fun to do. And that's, you know, that's what was really fun about first year. It was a lot of hand model making. It was all by hand, which was yep. time consuming, but really, kind of rewarding too especially the landscape one that we did oh i hated that project <laughs> i hated the that landscape took forever that was that, actually the that was our first group project i know and that's why yep. i hated it because <laughs> a couple of us worked really well in a group there was three in my group and a couple of us worked really well and then i don't know <laughs> oh you had three? Oh, we only i only had two so yeah, i only had one other you're only supposed to have two but one of the guys that joined our group, his partner was one of the guys in first year that never showed up to class ever and didn't make it into the program. So he oh. literally had to go up to our professor and be like, um, my partner doesn't exist. Can I join? Yeah, Tanner's they group? don't exist anymore. <laughs> but yeah, you know, no, I love I this guy and we worked really well together. Yeah. C, C dubs. Um, what's that? C, oh, yeah. C dubs. Oh yeah. 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 Guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What a yeah. guy. That one, uh, guy. yeah, Maybe we had we'll to basically. Someday. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm sure we will. We had to do topography. Um, we had to do the contours based off of a. I can show that old, one too. Yeah, I have this one here. It's based off of an old fashioned phone book, like the big, huge phone books that you had in the 90s and early 2000s. And we had to basically. <clears throat> Fold over. Basically, we had a Frank Gary the phone book and yeah. fold it into some really crazy. <laughs> That's shape. a good way of putting Frank it. Frank Gary the phone book into a landscape. So we literally, yeah, we took the pages of this phone book, we folded them, we ripped them, we manipulated them to try and make some sort of landscape almost. And so, um, if you don't see the image here, it's the phone book. It's glued to a, a board, 
And then over that phone book is, is a, a system that we built to measure the altitude or the um, uh, pretty much measure the topography on each piece of paper at each elevation. And so it was pretty, it was, yeah, to create contours. So it was a, it was a pretty elaborate project. Yeah, so you had to sketch so, the contours out. Yeah, we, we literally took this and went into this, sketched the contours of it, and then took sections of that contour and drew them. Yep. And so this was actually a pretty, a pretty uh, uh, math-intensive project, which was, it was, it, it was not easy. And honestly, a <laughs> lot a of time. It did. Yeah. And a lot of it was like, okay, like we have to find a way to make this a contour. You know, yeah. there was this lava where it's like, we got the general elevation, yeah. general like shape. We're going to have to just kind of make this happen. And Right. And, and obviously then, it's not crazy accurate because yeah. there's only so much you can do. But, um, and then the third part of it was actually making that landscape with chipboard. Yeah. Your guys' landscape would have taken forever. Took forever some people took an easier route and you didn't have to do chipboard i, it, I you took no you didn't route. <laughs> you didn't have to do chipboard uh but we literally took every layer and yeah. did it in chipboard and so it looks really nice yeah. but it literally took like 48 hours of straight work my of one, cutting with an exacto knife yeah my buddy and with, i we worked together on it and we just ran out of time that we ended up having to do like the bottom, like we got the contours down, but then there was probably however many feet of just solid no yeah. cuts that we just had to basically create legs and then a, a facade around it. <laughs> so yeah. that way we had the height down. Yeah, that's like, smart. Yeah, we're um, like, this is going to take forever. Thankfully, we were able to finish. Like literally. You were up all night, five, weren't you? Five minutes past classes when we finished, and yeah. we were still in the building. So well, you can we, see this. This picture was taken when you handed it in, and you can see wet glue still. Yeah, yeah, a little <laughs> bit. Oh, yeah, over here. Yeah, yeah and down yeah. at the bottom right. You have down yep, bottom right yep, there. Down there. Yeah, Andrew, um, what did you use again? Um, I did chipboard too, but it, uh, to cover the distance between each piece, I I cut a little piece of like a, a stick. And then yes, so like each layer that. was like sat on, on a pedestal or, you know, like, yeah, sat I remember that. That was little smart. stick layers. And that, uh, that was huge. Not only did it look really cool, like, especially from an elevation. Yeah, you did it you well. Yeah. See through mm -hmm. the, I, I might have some pictures of that on my phone. And I'm yeah, that, know, um, that turned out really good. It didn't look, it didn't look like it was haphazard or, or like, you know, it didn't look like you guys did a, like didn't pay attention to the the craft of it. Like yeah. it definitely was crafted really nicely. Mm -hmm. And be careful, be careful when you say you guys, because you and was, your gal no, partner. I I did it. <laughs> oh, um, I remember who you're. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna email. She's this no longer in like, anymore, right? No, I think she is. Oh, I remember too. But I didn't know that you just did it. I'm trying to remember. I don't remember who it was. I thought I know who it was. And I don't think she's in anymore. Text me her name and then I'll let you know. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, <laughs> I remember um, Ethan's project. He used foam. The foam coming. sheets. 
Well, yes. Yeah, she she's gone. Yep. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, he used foam sheets, and that was really smart because you literally just take scissors and just cut through it real yeah. easy. Because it looked really good too. They yeah, used a like, different did. color foam, and we're not yeah. talking about like we're not talking about foam board. No, um, no foam like, foam sheets. Yep. Uh, and you know, chipboard you can cut through it with scissors, but it's hard to do curves with it. Yeah, it is. So that's why, like, scissors, we did use scissors, like, toward the end because it was taking way too long. Just but. makes you wish you could use the laser cutter for that project. <laughs> yeah, right. I've, got, I've got the picture of my project here. I'll show it quick. That'd be yeah, so it's... many files, though. Oh, my goodness. So many separate that's files. That's what I wanted. Oh, that's <laughs> I was awesome. like, hey, that's me. <laughs> oh, there it is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was nice. Well, then you use pretty thick chipboard, right? Yeah, I think it was sixteenth of an inch. Yeah, yeah. We used, Where'd you even find that chipboard at? Like one thirty second. Or you wouldn't have found that at the schools. No, maybe it library. wasn't sixteen. I don't know. Sixteenth seems pretty thick, but I think you used plywood. That's that sounds about right. <laughs> half inch plywood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, down here. <laughs> Andrew uh, would use every half layer. inch plywood. <laughs> he welded was, it all together. <laughs> this is three pieces of of like kind of particle have, board oh, kind of stuff uh, i was gonna ask if you had a picture of your art but that's second year <laughs> picture of my art your arc the arc oh my arc but that's yeah. second year we all have to wait yeah i'll i'll have to i'll have to find those two <laughs> anyways yeah that was a very intensive project yeah one um, of the more intensive ones for sure maybe so let's talk about the uh, pavilion. Um, oh yeah, that was a cool. That was one of my favorites. Pavilion was awesome. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the pavilion was. It was called the daylight pavilion. So we had to design it with shadows and how we were going to to work with like light. So like if we're going to have indirect or direct or diffused, and have it create a pavilion that's on a landscape, and um, that was really fun. That was a really fun project to work on. Mm -hmm. Do you have my, any of yours to show, Tanner? Or I Andrew? got my pavilion pulled up here. I, I'll just share it quick. Oh, is this your SketchUp version? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually going to use this for a project for our my site um, coming up here. But this yeah. is this is pretty much the pavilion Precise that design. I did in in first year. It's it's almost exactly the same. It didn't have these two side pillars and all of these pieces were just a little bit larger in scale on my, on my first year pavilion. I made them smaller and made it more viable with, with these pillars. But um, yeah, I don't know. It was, uh, I, I really liked that project. We had to, we, we again had to make a landscape out of cardboard. Um, everybody was really impressed with, with my landscape, which I was happy about cause it was, it was a Bob Ross moment. <laughs> um, Got some little trees in there. <laughs> I was, uh, I was cutting my cardboard and I, I was, had my knife at an angle. And so when I was cutting it, like they cut the cardboard at an angle. Uh, mm. And I was like, oh crap, you know, I got all done. I was like, dang it. Like I, I messed this piece up and I'm going to have to start over. 
And I thought, wait a second, like, what if I put them all at angles? Then it's kind of like a, a smoother transition from like layer to layer. And everybody was pretty impressed with that. <laughs> that was uh, nice. you, oh yeah. You used foam core for that, right? No, I used cardboard. Oh, cardboard. That's right. Yeah. 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 I do remember that now. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah. We had to, we had to paint our, um, our cardboard, whatever we use, we had to paint it white for our landscapes. So that way we could really see the shadows. And, uh, so like mine, I have mine here. I'll grab it. Um, my landscape, it, like when I cut my cardboard, it just, it was tough to get it to cut really nicely. I think my blade was going bad, but my pavilion itself uh, turned out really good. Let's see. Yeah, having a sharp blade is crucial. It is. Very crucial. It's you have huge. to switch those things out so often. So here I'll show you, give you an idea. So mine was like called Patriot Park. And um, I this designed guy. it. <laughs> this this is guy. this is above and beyond anything you're ever expected to do. In oh first my god! Year. This was the first project where Tanner came up and was showing it to everybody. I'm like, what is this? I'm like, are this, you kidding me right now, dude? <laughs> this made us all change the way that we did our last project in this class for sure. Just felt did it really so jelly. I didn't absolutely. I, I didn't definitely up the game for yeah. sure. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I didn't even know. I uh, I just remember someone asking me if I laser cutted something, and I was like, "No, I did it all by hand." And I was like, "What?" Um, yeah, I I asked you. I asked you if you laser cut that star, the the flag, the flag. Yeah, yeah. So like, well, we can't use it. So <laughs> yeah, mine was uh, Patriot Park and. It was funny. It came to me instantly when she said to do a pavilion. It was the first thing I thought of. I don't know why. Really random. But I wanted to do a pavilion that when you looked at it from above, at a plan view, you saw a star. And we talked about this a little bit in our first podcast. And then when you looked at it from a specific um, view from like a, you say, elevation side of things, you could still see a star. So you could see it from a, up top and from the side. And then how that would cast light as well. And then I wanted it to be more of experience so people could enter the pavilion. And then there was a spot where they could go down into this tunnel in the pavilion. And there's a, like you could say a grate or something above you in the ground. And it was actually of the original 13 colony flag. And when light would hit it, it would cast that shadow in the, the tunnel. And there'd be like information about how the country was founded in original 13 uh, colonies and stuff. And so um, here's a picture of what it looked like when you cast that, um, that shadow. You not have a photo on your phone uh, or your uh, my, computer? I mean, I don't. Okay. So that gives you an idea. Ridiculous. Um, I, I could send it to it here. I'll send it to my computer quick. The nice thing about it. Mac. Let's see here. Pull this up. Full screen it one second. Okay. And then didn't get, you have don't a, get a Mac uh, for architecture? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> didn't you have a working like, yeah, I'll show you door? I'll too? show you that too. So this, Jeez. yeah, so here. Um you can see, I mean it was oh it was tough. It was such a small thing to cut with my my exacto knife, but I I cut out a chipboard and then glued it onto the cardboard. And then so on the inside you'd have that. So there's stairs going down there and everything. Um and 
And then my pavilion itself, again, you have a star from up top and then a star from that angle when you're looking at it. You know what that kind of reminded me for a second there was your boathouse. My boathouse, really? <laughs> a little bit. And then just because of the point, I the guess. point, how like, the angle of it. Yeah. And then I had this door. That oh yeah, it was open. a glass sliding door. Yeah, glass sliding door. <laughs> and then I made the other panels. Yeah, functional door. For those who can't see, functional. Functional sliding door. door. Yeah. Model. And and then yeah, it was how the light would shine off of it. So I I made a lot of grates in like slatted wood, so the way the light would move through there. And uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And ridiculous. It was very much kind of like a James Terrell type feel with the inside of like the tunnel, and because um, I did have a spot sure. where uh, where one area light would come in and just make the wall glow and, and yeah. illuminate the tunnel to go out into the main landscape. For yeah. those of you that may not know, James Terrell is an artist. He deals mostly with light. Yes. And you should check him out. Yes. Very, very cool stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, hey. I've got pictures of my brick. Or my... My... Uh, my Pavilion? Block. Everyone oh, got to see your guys' your, blocks. Your 4x4 four four and your 8x8? Eight eight? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Hang on. Let me get those so, to my computer. Too. Another thing. The reason Andrew said not to get a Mac for architecture. There's like three things. If you are in another country, a lot of you will use Macs for architecture because you're using software that's honestly not as good as the Windows side of <laughs> software. Archicad. Uh, like right. Archicad it works for both, but a lot of people use like some different like Vectorworks ones. But um, most of the main, actually all the main programs that you'll use for architecture don't work natively on the Mac except for SketchUp. Um, but Revit and Rhino has a native version of the Mac, but I've tried it. I don't like it as much as the Windows version. But oh, really? Yeah. So what I. What are they? What's different about it? Oh, the whole layout, the whole like the whole interface. It's, really? Yeah, it's How really hard to navigate. That? That's um, weird. But yeah, so a Mac typically isn't as fast as um, your Windows computers for architecture and heavy GPU programs. Um, I have a Mac that is uh, very fast, but it also means it's very expensive. It's more expensive than a Windows com a comparable one would be. And Did then, you ever get that new one? Yes. So. Okay, I didn't remember. Apple. If you did or not. I convinced Apple after having mine for four months to let me return mine for a full refund, and they gave me the brand new computer because I'm trying to use a Mac and I was trying the to. The brand new model. Yep. Brand new model. With after, way better specs and it was like the same price, right? It was cheaper. Yeah. Cheaper. Yeah. So good job on Apple for that one. But for those of you who were like, well, I'll still have to get an Apple, um, just a little side note the new Apple laptops that are coming out with their M1 chips, the new um, ARM processes they're using, uh, don't get it for architecture. You won't be able to run like any architecture programs on it. Are they doing ARM processors in there? Yeah, because they. Essentially, they can. They're getting speeds out of their new computers um, that are faster than like a MacBook Pro with a MacBook Air with no um, cooling, and it's not even heating up. Oh. So they have like GPU and their own CPU in it. They ran. They're only doing that for the Airs, though, right? No, they're doing. For, they're going to do it for all of them. Oh my god, that's terrible. 
so the thing is, is they ran, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, League of Legends at all the highest settings on a MacBook Air, and they were getting 90-some frames per second. Oh, boy. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know what that means, it's bad. <laughs> no, that wasn't that bad. No, 90 frames is pretty good, Andrew. Yeah. That's... Oh, 90 frames. No, 90 frames per second? No, 60 frames per second is, like, the standard. Yeah. 90 yeah, frames okay, but is good. Gaming but... at, like, 144 is not unheard of. No, no, but... 144 hertz is what you're thinking of. That's frames per second, though. That's Hertz's... your refresh rate. That's what you're going to get for FPS. No. It's a little different. But anyways, 90-some um, frames per second with no fans in a computer that's um, designed to be super small and like have nothing is really fast. That's impressive for and, the MacBook Air. Well, and there's no heat. It was at 35 degrees Celsius. Yeah, that's, that's really impressive, actually. Yeah. So... Um, but yeah, so they won't work. But for don't get it for so, architecture. Yep. So don't do it. Mine. ARM processors for... are not made for that. Yep. Because <laughs> all your programs will be Intel based, and ARM is not Intel, so it won't be compatible. At least not for a long time. Yep. But yeah. So, anyways, let's see those pictures. Okay. <clears throat> I'm also looking for ones of our next project here too. The pavilion. <laughs> Yeah, no, well, the pavilion I showed, but the one after that. Um, oh, yeah, you showed that. Yeah. Oh, I hated that one, too. That was my. That was a bad project on mine. So this was my block. Which looks super good. Can't even see that there was ever any seams. I spent a lot of time <laughs> sanding, and I even used, like, wood putty. <laughs> and I painted it. I, there's probably six layers of paint on this. <laughs> yeah. And then that was the that was the second go. Man, I, those were some three D printed parts. I remember that. Yeah, um, I, I couldn't wrap my head around how I was going to use planes to show the shape and then create areas. So what I did was I framed it out, um, and then used planes to close off areas. Um, and that was the. That was the idea behind 3D printing the planes mm, and yep. then building kind of a, a stick, stick, I, I don't know, a, stick a framework. Frame. Yeah, it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's. Didn't yours keep falling apart though? From the weight this of the up here. Yeah, <laughs> that part. I was going to yeah, say. This up here. Uh, I, I, I just... had a pretty, for those who are listening, I had a pretty hefty cantilever um and then it turned a corner the, the cantilever turned a corner and that was a tough well then you had no vertical framework there which didn't help either right yeah and you're hanging a 3d printed part off of it well yeah the 3d printed parts actually it's it's supporting it quite a bit because the yeah uh really what bottom. i should have done was this corner piece here where it makes it turn yeah, where the inside corner of the turn should have gone to the one of the outside corners, and that would have helped a lot. But um, I'm sure when I built it, I had a reason as to why I wanted to keep this entire wrapping side, this entire outside area, clear of any vertical pieces. Yep. But 
hard to remember now, isn't it? It's hard. It's crazy looking back on that. These yeah. I'll tell you what, when you get into the program and you're going and you start things up, man, it goes by fast. Yeah, it does. And we thought Bringing we were busy. back a lot of memories here. Yeah, it I was is. talking about this. <laughs> it really is. Like I thought first and second year were busy third year going by so much faster. It's ridiculous. I mean, it might be because I'm taking 23 credits, but <laughs> are you actually 23, 23 credits? It's insane. God damn, man. It's insane. <laughs> um, and I know this isn't the most exciting stuff to chat about, but we want to get through, kind of give you an idea of what first year for us was like and the typical projects we worked on. And, Ours is accelerated, so there's a good chance that some schools, this might be the first two years you do this kind of stuff. You know, I'm not sure, but it could be. Yeah, it definitely could be. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. Our last project that we did. I talk to anybody did, like, that went to different schools. No. Our last project that we did, well, actually, okay, so I have a YouTube channel, and I've had people comment, and they're like in their second year of their architecture school, and they are just um, – they're going to be going into their third year and they're like third year is when we need to get our computers. We've been doing hand drawings of everything. So I've from a lot of people like that, they've heard a lot of, um, they don't start even using programs until their third year. Um, yeah. With this last project though, I won't even show mine. <laughs> mine. I hated, uh, my original idea was so good, but, and my professor knows this, how bummed I was that she didn't let me, um, use my original idea. My original idea, literally, because I'm like, I wanted to up my game, right? I, I had done the pavilion. I'm like, what can I do to up it from here? So I wanted, it was called, a, we had to do a continual delay. We had this like 20 some foot long two by four. And we had to have the structure basically wrap around it in ways that you couldn't ever see the, the entirety of the two by four at once. You would just get glimpses. So as you move through Scaled the structure. Scaled down two by four, just to be specific. Yeah, what was that? It was, it was a two by four to scale. Yeah, to scale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actual two not by actual. four. <laughs> and so, yeah, you'd have to walk through the space or the building and you would just get glimpses, right? But after you've gone through the entire space, you should have seen roughly the whole two by four by the end. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to use water to do this and have water coming over the two by four in different spots and moving throughout. But I was actually going to build a model that used a real fountain of water. I bought a pump for it and it was a really miniature pump to pump the water. I was going to waterproof everything and I was going to direct the water in specific ways that it would fall over. See, and there goes Tanner again, trying to show everybody up. <laughs> <laughs> Heather, and she, she knows, uh, she didn't like it. And I don't know if she didn't know that I wasn't going to use, that I was actually going to use real water and work with doing it. I think she thought maybe I was just going to drape like stuff that looked like water. And she's like, water's too easy. Do something more difficult. Water's too easy. I'm like, but is real water too easy? <laughs> like is, I'm like, I am going to use a pump that I bought. <laughs> I still have it. <laughs> I still need to use it. Yeah, you should you make that, that now. What was that? You should make it now. I should. I should just make what my original idea was. I still have the original sketch. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So mine ended yep. up looking yeah, like this a is... castle. I didn't like it. <laughs> this was a pretty interesting project and a little hard to wrap your head around for um, just to kind of like, kind of like how you were going to do it. 
one thing I so, want to say, sorry, yeah. one thing I want to say is, <clears throat> so we've seen some differences between professors and how they um, kind of tell you about your project that's coming up. So most professors, including in first year, they'll give you like a rubric or they would give us a rubric of what was expected and lots of examples. And I think the thing that was tough for me, especially with this last project, is we were given so many examples that basically it took up a lot of really good ideas that I could have come up with. Not necessarily like I would have come up with that specific idea, but there were so many different kind of good ideas that we were shown that I'm like, I can't do anything similar to that. Otherwise I'll feel like I'm copying it. And so one thing that we've gotten from one of our professors that we had last year and that we have this year is he doesn't give us examples. He just says, this is what I want you to do, figure it out. And a lot of people hate that, but I find it very refreshing and really helps me with my creativity. And I like that a lot. I do not want to do research on the projects because I don't want to get, I'm, I'm not afraid of like, like taking an idea and making it my, you know, kind of changing it a little bit and making it my own. What I'm afraid of is getting stuck in the mindset of like, this is what I have to do because of these ideas. Because of what you've seen people do in the past, I have yep. to do it similar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so that really, when I thought about doing the water idea, um, I was like, okay, perfect. But when it was shut down, I honestly didn't know what to do. And which is never a good thing to just be, have one idea and just be set with it. I honestly think it's a good idea to come up with multiple ideas for a design because um, we'll have to do that in the future. You know, usually you mm -hmm. approach a client with three different design ideas. Um, and so it really made me stuck and really made me have to kind of, um, I don't know, had to settle on a specific idea that I wasn't a big fan of, but, or design. I don't even remember what yours was, honestly. It was, um, ended up being okay. What bothered me the most is, so we had to do, on I don't know how big of a board it was was it 24 by something just a typical poster board we had to draw elevations and like a perspective view of it which I had a blast with but the the board that I got it was glossed on one side and then normal on the other on the side that was normal after I had purchased it and had it and was ready to go and it was the night before because I'd finished my model and I needed to draw it it had color pencil markings. So I'm like, I'm not drawing on this side. It's got markings. So I drew it on the glossy side. I, so I sketched it in pencil and looked great. Started going over with marker and it just smeared. It would not, it wouldn't dry. No matter what pen or marker I would use, I finally found a marker that it wouldn't smear. But by this point, so much of it had. And it was like no going back because I couldn't go buy another yeah. one. The place was closed. I remember that now. And so I was like, well, I'll make up for it in using my markers, my rendering markers to blend it and make it look really good. And the markers wouldn't blend on the glossy side. You saw every stroke and it looked like garbage. I was up all night, drove to Fargo, almost fell asleep on my drive because I was <laughs> up all night trying to make it work. And I just like, I was so disappointed, but it was a fun project. I just didn't execute it well. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Your guys has turned out I, super good. Yeah, I have I, I have pictures of Tucker's continual delay, but I didn't find any of mine. <laughs> oh yeah, I have mine here. 
Let's see. Yours. Um, but mine, um, I ran through quite a few ideas and I wasn't really exactly sure what I wanted, but then I kind of settled on this kind of like a monument idea where uh, it was kind of like the Washington Monument almost, but it was angled and more of a skeleton form of it. Um, and so as far as continual delay, you can see the monument here. It's kind of like a triangle type shape. And then there's small triangles within it um, that are alternating. And the, uh, the two by four board is running through those in the middle of this monumental shape. And so the continual delay had to do with that as well as on my landscape, I had this um, almost fence type barrier that had slits in it um, to where you could only see at certain parts as you walked along this path. And so as you're walking along this path, you're seeing this structure a little bit more and more from different spots, but you're never quite getting the whole picture of it, which was the whole point of this project really. Yeah. And yeah. so as you're walking through, you come to this ledge and then you uh, reach these stairs. And when you hit these stairs, you gradually go down still following this, um, this barrier all the way down uh, to the bottom of this ledge. And then you, uh, oh wait, there's a better picture here. And then you enter this space on the inside of this barrier and then you actually get to see the whole monument, the monument. But you still have that um, continual delay where you only see pieces of the board. And then there's uh, two almost grand staircase style stairs uh mm -hmm. rising up to the interior of that upper level where batman's waiting yeah <laughs> where i actually modeled uh oh, you can see it better in this one i modeled <laughs> batman i 3d printed a little batman to scale uh for my person and there's a little um almost pavilion type overhang type deal at the top of this with a bench as well so you can sit there and just kind of admire this uh this monumental structure so um that was my project <laughs> and andrew you touched on your your uh, project last <clears throat> podcast a little bit right with the puzzle oh yeah yeah um i actually found a picture let me download it quick so i can open it without i found a picture on my Google Drive of that. I must have like backed up my phone or something. <laughs> oh yeah, um, there it is. Yep. So this is my continual delay. Uh, it looks like I'm still waiting on for some glue to dry. <laughs> so <now I> got <laughs> yeah. This, <laughs> this not quite up. finished. <laughs> no. Um, but my two by four runs right in the middle of this dome. Um, the idea was that this dome looked like an LED light uh and one that you would like use for rough electric work you know not not something that most people would be familiar with i guess but um and then the so the two by four came up all the way up to the top of it uh and then came all the way down to pretty much the bottom of the second floor here 
uh, and, it, and it like a lead, you know, one of the leads to this LED. Um, but then I put some lights in it that this uh, this one on the side here it lit up the there's a, a blue light here that uplit the stairs and a blue light underneath this side that lit up that side of the stairs and then there was a white light that I stuck inside the LED that lit up the whole LED um, the dome and yeah the dome <clears throat> so this puzzle over here the idea is that you had to connect a path to unlock the door to get inside the the dome and see the rest of the board so you would you would enter the site from up here come down and as you're coming down you'd see bits of that two by four through the slats and then figure out the puzzle if you got it wrong there was a red led that sh that would show up and it's telling you that you got it wrong if you got if you had like the end, I don't know, the, the way that I had to wire it, there was a, there's a couple ways that you could get to the, the one end result. But um, after, after you got up there, then you could walk in and see the, the two by four. And so by the time you've gotten down here, you saw the whole two or the half of the two by four here, got up and then saw the other half um the the white light i believe i had it on like the door side of this this dome dome so that it would cast a shadow on the outside of the dome so you kind of knew like that you know that, that was more of the continual delay you could see that the two by four was there but you couldn't see it yep you could just but, see the silhouette of it basically yeah i i really liked uh and i just really blurry i know but this back wall took me forever oh that's right they're all Those separate are little yep they're all sticks. separate little sticks and all of these you know like the stairs coming out and all of these slats are actually cut into this back wall they're not right. just glued on the surface i cut I cut out from each stick that distance and those each one are kind of set back into that wall. But yeah, that was a, that was a really fun, yeah. that was a really fun project for me. It was, it was satisfying when it was done and I flipped the switches and everything turned on. <laughs> yeah. For those of you who can't see this picture, like this model was fully functioning. Yeah. yeah, fully functioning LED display where you oh, actually what? had to solve a puzzle um, to to unlock this door. Now the door sliding open wasn't functional, no, but that was you know not. obviously that would be a lot harder to do. So. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I, I did want to make like a revolving door, like on the outside one that would like kind of twist around, mm -hmm. but I, I I didn't have enough time for that. That back wall yeah. took way too much time. Well, yeah. And I think, you know, you guys would agree with first year, first year is just a lot of, it really is a lot of learning how to draw. Tanner, it, I don't think you're recording. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it it's is. because you're sharing your screen still. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ooh. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's there. <laughs> you scared me. Um, <laughs> first year, 
I think really was, I mean, we have all those, uh, the books by, um, I can't think of his name right now. I'm looking over at it. I can't see it. Um, Oh, I have some here. Um, the Ching. 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 Yeah, by Francis Ching. Yeah. This isn't one that we had to have, but but you have that I that's one that I bought. Yeah. Introduction to architecture. So you like it's a lot of um, teaching just kind of how to draw and um, look at space, and um, that's first year was basically all just about how to draw. That's not the right one either. Nope, that's not. (laughs) (laughs) It's the green one, (laughs) the green binding. Design drawing. Show us more useful things, Tucker. <laughs> Design drawing. This there is the right one. <laughs> yeah. And, and then second year was a lot more theory. And this was just more hand on paper and away yep. you go and working with your hands, a lot of working with modeling. Um, a lot of fun. It was really good. And yeah, when you showed it, when you showed that model, I was like ready to throw mine in the trash. <laughs> Both of yours. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Like, yep, mine, the only thing that took me a while was I made my ceiling look like it was, um, which sinks because you can't even see the ceiling. <laughs> I spent so much time <laughs> on it. You can't even see it. It's so hard to look at it. Um, but I, I etched wood planking in there exactly how wood planking, if it was offset, would yeah. go in. So I would do, you know, if it was, I don't know, four feet long, as it would go, however much was going to be cut off from it that rest of it. So if three feet was cut off, the next part start with two feet. Like you're reusing all that. So I did that throughout the whole thing. And, uh, and then I was like, crap, you can't even see it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yep. That was the only thing I was really proud of in my t- continual delay. <laughs> I wish I had a picture. I was looking for it. I, I wish I had a picture with the lights turned on and. Oh Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that would be cool to see. Maybe yeah. next, maybe next podcast. If I if it. I remember, <laughs> yeah. I'll take pictures of it and we can show those quick at the beginning. But, oh, that's yeah, right. That's, that's, that's at home though, isn't it? Have yeah, your dad bring it back. <clears throat> your dad. Yeah. Right. Bring that back. Yeah, but I'd say it's really what first year was. And yeah, I mean, mostly drawing and just really kind of. Obviously, model building too. We learned little techniques of how to build models and build them better, and what to do with them. And and which, is, unfortunately, now we don't even use. Yeah, we <laughs> did since, in second year. You know, we did in remote. second year. Yeah, but yeah, now that we're all remote, we so don't have to do models anymore. It's all renders, yep. um, which I miss doing. You models. can do physical do models. Miss, yeah, uh, our our studio professor really. Um, really does like that and wants us to do models but even said like he encouraged us if we wanted to we could have just in the whole semester um doing like some models and spending time on models and that could have been just or we wouldn't have had to do each individual project but i think one thing with first year that we really didn't talk about was it's really you're getting a taste of architecture and the program because you're not officially in it, it's, it's the tryout period, right? Some students, yeah. it takes multiple times to get in. Um, so it is about building relationships, um, yep. not just being super competitive and not building any friendships or relationships at all. Um, it's really about building those relationships and and kind of figuring out 
what your take is on architecture, if it's for you and if the, the program or is for you or not. And it can be tough to tell in first year. Um, most people find out in second year if it's for them or not. But I know we said this in the first podcast, us three, you two were buddies throughout the whole first semester because you started together. Yeah. Yep. Our first year, I should say. And then yeah. we met each other in second semester, but we really didn't chat at all. No. Um, just briefly. Yeah, it wasn't until second year where we really got a lot closer. Yeah. I didn't I didn't like you, Tanner, second semester because <laughs> of that damn pavilion. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I think guy. I remember I, I remember like I don't know what I think of Andrew. Like I just always <laughs> could tell like you seemed like you were like not a big fan of me. And so I was like, I just don't know what to think of him. And then, wasn't. Yeah. and then the questions you'd ask me. I was supposed to be me. the cool old guy. <laughs> and I was, I was older. supposed to be the cool old guy. But then here was this cool older guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then the questions you'd ask me when I was presenting, I was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, stop asking these stupid questions. <laughs> so I'd have to make I stuff up on the spot. about that. Yep. Yeah. Oh, now I know God. why you were asking Andrew would get so into detail on like his <laughs> models and like why he, like why he chose I, I definitely did try to trip tanner up but it didn't work it, he, I, I came up with stuff on the spot yeah he had it yep. i remember you i remember when you did that there was one where i was like in my head i'm like are you kidding me and i i came up with something and you're like okay and i was like sweet i'm like i shut him up yep. <laughs> he was uh, preparing you for the future yeah 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 honestly yeah. i think um the biggest takeaway that I got from first year, and I don't think like a lot of people necessarily realize this right away, but the biggest thing, and I think this is a, a lot to contribute to if someone wants to stay in or not too, but the biggest thing is like how much time this takes. And yeah. like, I know like we're doing things that we're not necessarily going to be uh, doing in the future in the program because you know except for model making but uh as far as like sketching is not a huge part of it but it really does show you how much time this yeah. project this program will take away from you like uh how much you know and it really shows you attention to detail which is a really big thing too there it was, shows uh, you how like how detailed you can be and how detailed you should be and how much time you should be spending on these projects. Yep. There was a conversation I was having with um, a girl that I work with and she mentioned that she, she had read like a, a statistic that uh, architect, like different, she, the, the, the article was like different majors um, that study the most or whatever uh and then you'd think that like med school or um engineering you know something that's really intensive like that was the top but it was actually asked me you know, she's like do you think that's do you think that's true and i said well i mean studying not really but spending time outside of school on school absolutely for sure yeah I mean, it's literally, it's literally all I do. I mean, mm -hmm. it's, and that's not an exaggeration. I mean, you, if I travel, I bring my computer with me. If I'm on vacation, Definitely. I bring my computer with me. Yep. Um, but at the same time, what makes you know that this is for you is we enjoy it. Like yeah. it's, it's fun. Like I, 
it's hard to pull me away from it. But at times, I mean, like I'm married and um, typically what my day looks like is my classes start at nine. Uh, they don't end until around 3.30ish. And so to me, that's like your, your full-time work schedule if you're um, working at a bank. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, or the postal service. Right. <laughs> This is less dangerous than postal service. <laughs> so like, but yeah, from like nine to like three thirty, and after three thirty is my time finally to actually start my homework because it's all lectures. It's all stuff that you can't really do anything else, but just sit in your classes. Mm-hmm. And then I, I start working notes or whatever. <laughs> yep. And I start working on my stuff and doing designing or whatever. And then my wife comes home, spend some time with her. And then I'm usually up till about three in the morning working on designs and do it over again and usually three in the morning isn't late enough uh you just have to force yourself to stop that's that's always what it is for me i have to force myself to stop it's never a point where i'm like done it until the project's done which usually it's not till like the day of or the day before before, it's not like you're like done ready to relax yeah the I, I I don't know about you guys, and I think Tucker's the same as me in this in this respect. But uh, when when I pull an all nighter and I get a lot of good work done in that all nighter, like I take pride in the fact that I literally just spent all night working on this. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's well. The first thought in my head is like, I need to sleep now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's usually it's <laughs> and usually then later the on, once I've gotten my sleep, I look back and be like, Wow, I did a lot. Well, it feels like a reward. Yeah, like you feel like it's usually I, <laughs> go, go ahead. Tanner. I was going to say, just, it feels like a reward. Like we had a project we all three got to work on together, which was fun. Cause we haven't had that yet. Mm-hmm. And it honestly turned out really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but we pulled an all nighter for it. I did doze off during one portion where Tucker and Andrew were doing a few things. I couldn't do work on anything <laughs> at the time. They had dozed off for like an hour. Passed out on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, I was, room? I know I was in the office. I was in my studio. I have a, a chair in the corner. I have a fell asleep yeah. in my chair. Yeah, with Cal. <laughs> oh, Cal. Yeah. <laughs> Cal like, literally left us for to go hours. grab something or something like that. <laughs> yeah, and he said he, he sat just... down in his bed and he just <laughs> zonked. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it felt so good. Like afterwards, when you looked at the final result, you're like, now I feel like I can sleep. Like now, like sleep is a reward for this. We this did is so much work that night. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, the. the it, it kind of sucks because the, the all-nighters usually come the day before the project's due, making sure that you're just dotting your I's and crossing your T's in, in this specific case. Sometimes it's a little more case, than that if you weren't very Yeah, in this specific case, it was writing the body and the conclusion. <laughs> yeah, seriously, <laughs> seriously. And then making oh. sure that the I's and T's were dotted. But um, <laughs> it, it kind of sucks because you, you go to your presentation and you're exhausted like all you want to do is get it over with and go to bed (laughs) well and then honestly sometimes like you get to the presentation and you do it and then like you know in some of these classes like site design which was the class we did this for we have 64 60 you know 60 some people in this class and so we're just trying to get through everybody yeah so we literally present for like three minutes and then they give us 
and we're sitting there like we did all this work yeah and like that's all i get like yeah. five minutes of spotlight <laughs> right and... no feedback and i mean we got positive feedback mm-hmm. you know, um jordan had said you know he was like oh, rta yep yeah, rta said this looks really good and you guys did a really good job blah 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 and you know um uh uh pointed a, f- a few things out that he really liked and whatever but you know that's all we got so like um yeah now and it's like bedtime <laughs> right and then you know either way to me it was really rewarding but but it's definitely. it's a project that's going to go in our portfolio you know that's for sure right. that's yeah. a it was a really good <clears throat> project we we did a really good job with it i'm proud of where we were mm-hmm. like where we ended up and the way that we worked on it together too especially especially us three um the other guys worked on it too but especially us three like we can all feel good having that in our portfolio um and knowing that we had a lot to say all together in the design of it right yeah um which was really nice and yeah we we were definitely the three consistent you know when when one person had a zoom call to work on the project you could pretty much count on us three being there um, the other guys' schedules don't line up with ours quite as well, so which was fine. Yeah, which yeah, is okay. It they is fine. they still helped out and everything. It just yep. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And that then was... I mean, kind of going back to what the st- statistic thing that you were talking about, Andrew. Like, I know I I might have said this before, maybe in the other podcast, but what I always tell people, you know. I'll tell people, you know, I'm in architecture, you know, I'm an architecture student. They're like, Oh my God, that must be so hard. Like you have, you know, you must have to do a lot of math. You must like, and I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, I literally tell them, I'm like, it's really not that much math. Yeah. And then literally no math. (laughs) Yeah. And, and I tell them, it's like, it's not like I'm not going to have a calculator, but yeah. And then, you know, what I tell them, I was like, yeah, like, it's it's hard it's well no it's what i mostly say is it's like it's not necessarily hard it's just very time consuming and that's what makes it hard for people for some people yep for me i'm okay with that i'm i'm okay with spending you know five hours a day on a project um but that's that's because the end result you you find rewarding. Yeah, exactly. Yes. You, you cannot do this program. If by the end of the project, you do not feel like you accomplished something. Yes. Yep. Exactly. And some people, they, they just can't do that. Some people either don't want to take the time or don't feel like they should take the time. But yeah. the well, people the that do stick it. it out or have the passion for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but the people that do stick it out and really do take the time and the effort, they obviously will get the reward from it. And um, that's where I think most of us, you know, people think of us as crazy spending this much time on projects. But in my mind, I'm like, I don't care. (laughs) I was like, I think this is fun. And like Andrew's been saying, the end result is the best part. I think that um, like on the project that Tucker and I worked on um, for studio, I think I put in over 160 hours into that project easily um i probably did too which is insane i mean it's it's, (laughs) it sounds like a lot and it it is a lot 
and that was, you know, just straight up just designing and working on it. I mean, I spent eight hours making a wall detail, just making a, a, a wall. Um, I spent and, countless hours on those, Yep. on those, uh, uh, the tube system, the, um, piping yeah. system on the, on the sides, but it was completely worth it. And so that's like you guys were saying, it's the facades are what take the most time, honestly, <laughs> and make and things look pretty. Knows. Nobody knows. Yeah. People don't, you could you could spend twenty minutes on it, or you could spend six hours on it, and the idea is portrayed the same way. Mm-hmm. The only person that knows is you. Yep. Yep. And well, one thing I'm, people oh. that know how programs work in architecture will oh. know a lot better than yeah. other people who don't have that experience. Like True. Yeah. Uh, Gaius or Ryan, they <laughs> asked us, or I think Gaius said it right. I think so. For the facade that I made on one of those buildings, he's like, how did Tucker do that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. just like, it took me like 20 hours to, not yeah. 20 hours, but it took me like 10 hours to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's other, right. Other architects or designers or people in the field that will have an understanding, but for the most part, people will just see it and go, Oh, that looks nice. And they won't think anything of it. They won't go into thinking, wow, I wonder how long that took them. I or feel took like her. We just have so much more respect for architecture now because you got quiet know. again. Yeah. Oh, did I? Yeah, it's weird. Why <laughs> keeps doing this? It's still quiet, even when you were talking directly Hello? into it. Hello. Still a little quieter. Um, one of the things I was going to say while he's USB connection or something. While he's figuring that out, because we we'll still talk. One of the things I was going to say too is when you do pull nighters, um, try not to do it where the next day you actually have to present because it's noticeable and it makes it so it's harder for you yep. to, to communicate your design, to answer questions on the spot. Um, and to just even, yeah, have, you know, you want to be presentable. You want to look good. You want to feel good. You want to come across as knowing what, what you were trying to do. And it's a lot harder to do that. Like, so we pulled that all nighter and we designed, or we designed, we, uh, we spoke on it. Um, again, it was only three minutes and we split it up. So it was pretty easy. But I had to teach a, a lecture for the class I'm TAing. <laughs> and my professor, like I got onto Zoom and my professor goes, you look terrible. And I'm like, I didn't think you'd be able to tell. And he's like, what's up? And I'm like, I just got done pulling all nighter for one of my classes. And, uh, and he's like, well, why don't you just wait? I'm like, well, I'm prepared. I'm ready for it. He goes, why don't you just wait? He goes, do it, do it when you're rested. And honestly, I was so thankful he did that yeah. because – when I was rested, it went super well. And I was able to communicate what I was thinking and just really like put together my thoughts, which, yeah. and I, I actually, the lecture was on architectural communication. And so in it, I talked to them about how not to, not to present when you're tired. And so I even brought up like, it's a good thing I didn't present to you guys because it would have affected me. So it, yeah. it was a good learning experience for me and, for teaching it but yeah i was like it, it's kind of ironic <laughs> yeah there's uh does this sound any better yeah yes okay good there's times where i've presented tired and i i can think what i want to say and it just can like i physically cannot yeah. make it come out of my mouth yeah yep it's the worst <laughs> um Oh, 
what I was saying earlier, my mic went a little quiet, but um, what I was saying earlier was uh, I feel like we have a lot more respect for architecture and just a lot more knowledge about it. And so when we do see a building that people, you know, look at and they're like, wow, that's really pretty. And then we are thinking like, oh my God, how did they do that? Yeah. Or, you know, like you're seeing these different parts of it that, you know, right. what these things are, you know, what it's called, you know, why they did it. Yeah. You and go, then just so even, smart. even structurally, you're like, how does this even work? Mm-hmm. Like, that just must've been, insanely time consuming trying to figure this out yes a lot of the structural stuff too will happen on the engineer side right they'll they'll be the ones that'll spec the structural stuff how things get connected to what uh but as an architect if you want if you have something specific in mind that needs to be portrayed and you need to you need to show, you know, when you turn over the, the plans to the engineer, that needs to be shown. So when they go inspect the the design, that it's specced the way that you want it to be. And that it's doable, right? Yeah. Like we that. have to have basic construction knowledge, basic structural knowledge, yeah. so we know what's what could be possible and what is just way out of yeah our ability. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And like one of the things that uh, Andrew touched on or Tucker was saying was with like, with buildings and looking at them, we really do become critics and yeah, it it, honestly with architecture, you do become pretty critical of design. Um, It can be in a good way or a bad way, maybe not even bad, but just you get critical. I mean, we're always critiquing. We, in every class, Every time we are reviewing each other's work before the project's even done and due, we're asked, like, does anyone have any thoughts? Does anyone have anything to say? And then when it is done, they open it up. Does anyone have any questions, anything to say? So we're constantly looking at things critically. And, uh, and yeah, it gets pretty easy to start getting pretty critical fast. Like, my wife and I were looking at a building, and, and she's like, this, I was like, this is garbage. I'm like, this is so bad. <laughs> she's like, I wouldn't say that. I'm like, I'm like, here. Look at this building compared to this one. And there are similar types of buildings. Like, oh yeah, that looks really bad comparatively. But yeah, yeah, definitely. A lot of uh, a lot of what I do is I'll walk into a building, and most of the time I will think to myself, "How could have I done this better?" Mm-hmm. Or I see something that's just a little off to me, and I think it's weird. I'm like, "That shouldn't be that way. It should be this way." Yep. Which is honestly good. Like it really um, helps us grow. Really. Yeah, yeah, it um, um, keeps your mind sharp and keeps it up to date and always thinking about thing, those it's things. It's like the is, architecture is a good... crossword puzzle. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, it's a mind game. It's a puzzle. <laughs> but yeah, we probably should wrap up this podcast, Tom. I think so. All, we always wonder. I don't even know how long we've talk, been talking. Right? There's no timer. It's been a, I think it's an hour and a half of recording. That's the thing is that we always like wonder like how are we, what are we going to find a talk about? But this, it's always, is so yeah. easy. To never have, have a problem. <laughs> um, yeah, we will, uh, we'll pick up with this on our next podcast. Talk about second year. Um, thanks for listening. For those of you who, for those of you who are listening, 
Um, and then feel free to check out our YouTube channel as well. As same ARC 101 podcast. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.